What's up, guys, and welcome to another episode of the Don't Sleep Podcast. I'm your host, Dylan Sangley, and I'm here with... Face Glitz, what's up, man? My brother, man. <laughs> this is the first time we're ever interacting in person, bro. Yes, We've sir. known each other for so long now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I've seen this man grinding on TikTok from the beginning, bro. Oh, I remember you commented on one of my videos, and I started joining some of your streams, bro. Oh, yeah. This guy streams for so <laughs> long on TikTok. Is it just TikTok or is it Yeah, Twitch? right now I love streaming on TikTok. I do have a Twitch channel, but um, I love the, the community on TikTok. I love right. that you can reach so many people. Bro, you... You you go you grind uh, live streams like hours on end. Like, I'll I'll take a nap and I'm like, damn, this dude's still on stream. And then I'll I'll have like a whole eight hour sleep and then you'll still be on stream. I'm like, bro. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, my schedule is pretty pretty different, but I enjoy right. it. I enjoy it. Right. So let's go ahead and uh, break down the the intro. You know how you how you got to become a gamer, um, like your background and everything like that. Um, well, I feel like everybody. Is really a gamer you know when you grow up especially nowadays right um, but for me specifically I think I grew up you know like early PC days my dad brought a PC home and um, we played like pinball on the computer um, there was games like uh, what was it doom like the OG doom right. I remember playing that Tomb Raider I remember playing that um, but yeah like really what got me into like who I am today though like the competitive gamer that I am today I love to live stream and showcase mm -hmm. my skills I think that was like Halo 3 days, like Halo 3, Halo 2 um, really got me into like online gaming and mm -hmm. connecting with not, not just playing against my brother, you know, at right. home and stuff like that. So like Halo 3 days, I think I was maybe like 10 to 12 years old. Dang. And um, it just started everything from there. So even before you were a gamer, like take us into that, even before like you got into games and all that stuff, like what were you doing back then? Uh, so, you know, I'm Puerto Rican. I grew up in Central Florida. I'm 28 years old right now. Um, so like growing up, my family was really into like creative arts, like my uncle, he's in theater, stage director. My dad is a DJ. Um, my grandfather was like a doo-wop singer. My other grandfather did like radio personality. Okay. So like growing up, I always wanted to be like entertain in right. some sort of way. So, so I you've did always been around it. Yeah, I've always been like around creativity. They always embraced that. Um, so like I grew up like wanted to be an entertainer. I wanted to do like anything that I thought like you know I wanted to be a star. I didn't know what that meant, but I knew yeah. I wanted to serve that purpose. Right. Um, so I like to do music and stuff. That's what I thought was what, what was my journey. Music, and then, um, yeah, like, okay. I love doing music, like okay. anything from like producing. Like I was super into like the SoundCloud era, connected to all like the underground stuff back then. Right, right before I got back into the gaming scene in 2016. But um, yeah, so like like I said, I grew up in Central Florida, um, seeing like that Florida music scene come up, and then um, I got into gaming, like YouTube, when I was like in eighth grade. Damn. Seventh, like seventh grade, going into eighth grade, I was really like, okay, this is what I want to do. There was like a place where you can go play games and tournaments against people in mm -hmm. real life in my town. And um, I played a Halo tournament and like the, the trash talk was so intense <laughs> and I fell in love with like that competitiveness. It right. felt like sports. You the know, I grew up playing The sports. online trash talk. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So like I, like I said, I grew up doing music and stuff, but I love sports. Like I love that competitiveness. So then I found that in gaming and I was like, wait, this feels the same. Right. So then I fell in love with it, like, around then. What sports did you play? I grew up, like, you know, playing everything. Football, baseball, basketball. basketball. 
Uh, but I really stuck with basketball. Like as I got older in high school and stuff, hey, I bro, basketball. that's <laughs> crazy. You about you about to move back to Florida, and we could have been playing basketball this, this whole, whole time. time. I know I had to play <laughs> basketball in years. It, it sucks though because I love that. It's it, it's a good exercise for sure. Yeah, I love basketball, man. Yeah. That's that's what I grew up with. So, mm-hmm. um, I gotta ask you, bro. Did you finish college? I actually never even went. I like I was gonna go apply. I remember taking like the test to get set up, and yeah. then I just never. It just wasn't for you me. You never went? Did you finish a high school? Yeah, I finished high school. I graduated high school, high school in 2013, um, but. Like, I don't know, I wasn't really the best student. I feel like I wasn't disciplined. I didn't take it serious. Now that I'm older and more mature, I realize, like, what it was setting me up for. And I wish I took it serious, but I was smart enough, like, that I knew the basics to get me going in life, to keep me, you know, you know, keep me going. Okay, okay. So what made you be like, yo, like, I could, I don't even need to go to college, man, like... Um, it was an easy journey. So, like, yes, I'm one of the original founders of FaZe Clan, but if those watching don't know, um, my Xbox actually red-ringed, um, which means, like, it broke. Okay. Uh, like, pretty much right when we signed a major contract that was going to allow us to get paid from YouTube videos. Right. Um, so I never really saw the early success of FaZe Clan. I joined back into the, like, gaming community in 2016. Mm-hmm. So we founded FaZe in 2010. And then right. six years later, I come back in the scene, basically, five, six Dang. years later. So um, that's a funny story. There's a there was a video on Phase Apex channel, but he deleted all his YouTube videos. So there's other clips and stuff online that are still there. But I did a video with them that kind of goes more in depth on that story. I can touch on it here with you too. Okay. Um, but yeah, so I came back in the gaming scene then. Um, so like I said, the, the the timing is is weird. I didn't really start knowing that this is going to be a career for me. And like, like you said, like I didn't have this choice when I graduated high school to do right. gaming. Right. I didn't know what I was going to do. That's why I was doing the music Dang. and stuff. Like I was just <laughs> figuring it out. You know, I, yep. I, my uh, senior year, I got into a car accident. I wasn't able to play basketball uh, my senior year. And I was like, that was the best I was ever at basketball was my senior year. You know, I was able to dunk and stuff like that. Yeah. And then I get in a car accident and I have to like go to court for that. So I wasn't able to, to play. Right. Um, so that sucked. So I just, like I said, I was figuring it out. I was just working random jobs, you know, I was uh, tech support, like, you know, cubicle call center stuff for so long. I did like retail AT&T. That's crazy. You did it all, man. I worked at a casino. (laughs) I was like a a manager at a casino. Um, But that's really it, bro. And then uh, randomly, I I, um, was at a Christmas party. Mm -hmm. Like, so I graduated. I'm like 20, this is 2015. Mm -hmm. I'm at a Christmas party and my cousin it's talking to me about gaming because he's like the same age as me. He remembers when I used to do the face stuff and we, we had made videos and stuff. And his little brother hears us talking about phase and gaming and stuff. And he starts looking at me and he's like, you weren't in phase. You don't, do you know this, this, and starts going, <laughs> like going in on this stuff that I've never heard. It starts naming right. Tico, all these people, the phase house. And I'm like, what are you saying? Right. So then when we look at YouTube because we're already talking, we're looking at my old videos. I remember my old channel. So then I decided to click on the phase channel because right. we're all talking about it. And I see they have a phase house in New York. Everybody's lit. And I was mm. like, they're, they're living a dream. And I was like, what the heck is this? Like, it's totally right. different than what I remember. Because you took that break, that six-year Yeah, my break. Xbox broke, and I just focused on high school. Like, Damn. my Xbox broke when I was in ninth grade. I right. had just started phase. We had just got 100K subscribers. Like, my life was doing a 180, and then my Xbox broke, and then it did another 180. And mm-hmm. I was like, oh. You know, like, I wasn't in the best financial position. My parents was like, I was like, I promise you I'm going to make money back from YouTube in two weeks. I promise you. Yeah. They laughed and said, do your homework. It's like, I wasn't the best student. They are like, yeah. just focus on school. Right. So. Damn. I had to focus on school, finish high school. Um, but we're at this Christmas party, and I'm looking up YouTube. I show my cousin, my little cousin, 
And um, I was just like in shock. And um, so that was Christmas. My birthday is December 29th. I make a video on my YouTube channel. I remember the pastor. This is an even crazier story, by the way. So the day before my birthday, December 28th, I'm going to play basketball at the mm -hmm. local park. This kid comes skateboarding in, and it's the kid that I used to hang out with during those days. And um, I actually had gave him the, my YouTube channel back in the day. And Damn. when I seen him, I remembered the password randomly to my Damn. old YouTube channel. Like, I just randomly remembered it. So the, it was the weirdest timing. So I logged in, and I, I was like, yo, this is crazy. Like, I have my right. old YouTube channel back. So... Um, my birthday's the next day. I make a video on my birthday just explaining this story, how, you know, how I started FaZe, how um, I recruited Temper, how he changed the password to the YouTube channel, and that's how he became pretty much the owner of FaZe Clan. Like, I told Damn. the story, like, FaZe history, and a lot of people don't know that. Right. Um, but he got in an argument with, like, FaZe Housecat and FaZe Resistance, the other two original founders. It had nothing to do with me, and mm -hmm. he ended up changing the password because he felt like they weren't doing what they were supposed to. Mm -hmm. um, I was like, yo, that's crazy. And I was a little kid, I didn't understand what happened at the time. I was like, yo, they're fighting, but it has nothing to do with me. Right, <laughs> like, right. we're lit. And then my Xbox break, and I never talked to these guys again. So what was the original username for the YouTube channel? It was FaZe Clan. FaZe Clan? Yeah. So that was uh, your yeah, I, YouTube channel? I came channel. up with the name, FaZe Clan. I came up with FaZe. I always used to rock FaZe in my clan tag. That's crazy. Like, back in the day, Call of Duty days. And, um, and you just randomly, after you saw the guy, <laughs> remember the password. Yeah, yeah, I remember the password. And I was like, oh, man, that's crazy. And then um, so I made the video and posted it on my YouTube channel that I remember the password too. And um, it was like called Phase History with Phase Clips. And crazy, they ended bro. up seeing it, like the guys who run Phase, Temper, and all the, the, the founders now. And um, they saw the video, wrote me on social media, because then another big like drama YouTube channel made a video about it. And um, they messaged me, they flew me out to New York made a video with me and basically changed my life, gave me a platform again. And I was so wow. grateful, so grateful. Like I never would have So they thought, put you back on after that yeah, six yeah. years. They put me back on, like they didn't have to do that. They came and um, flew me out to the Face House New York, uh, let me explain my story That's on their cool. platform that they had. And um, like I said, it changed my life. That was the moment where I was able to realize like, I wanna, like this is what I'm gonna do. Yo, you, know? you didn't have to go to college. <laughs> I, didn't, I, I was like, yo, like, I didn't know what it meant, but I knew, like, I was excited and I was passionate about something. Right. And I haven't felt that in I don't know how long. And everything happens for a reason. Yeah, though. exactly. And so, I was like, wow, I, I was, a, like, the, the start of something like this. Like, what? It blew my mind. Damn. So, in 2010, you started Face Clan. And then you, your Xbox broke. And then you were like, all right, I got to, your parents were like, all right, I got to focus on school. So, during, you said that five to six year period, like people were going behind the scenes and like doing other stuff with FaZe Clan, something that oh, yeah. you created. Oh yeah, yeah, so like I said, I'm one of the original founders. Right. There's FaZe Timid, there's FaZe Housecat. Those are the other two original, actual creators of FaZe Clan, the mm -hmm. original YouTube channel. Uh, Timid's from Canada, um, FaZe Housecat's from Canada, and Resistance is Ben, and he's from Texas. Okay. So none of us knew each other in real life. We were all online friends. Right. And the only other one who's still in FaZe from back then is me, and Seabass. Seabass is part of the original six people who were in phase, but not a, he never really wanted to join at first. But he was a part of the, the group that we started with, and he right. never really wanted to make it official. So he's low-key a founder. Yeah. Um, and he always helped us out. And um, so shout out to Seabass. I feel like a lot of people are giving him stuff like shit right now. Yeah. Shout out to him. He's, he's a legend. In my eyes, like, he's been a part of it from the beginning. He really knows what it means to be phase from the beginning, mm -hmm. not like when it was money, like yeah. not when YouTube made money off of stuff. Like right. he knows what it means. To right them. now, it's just all yeah. money right now, right? Yeah. So I know that money changes people and stuff. So I don't, I can't speak for anybody else's situation, but you know, 
that's just the beginning. That's crazy, man. So for the people listening or watching right now, what is FaZe Clan? Uh, FaZe Clan is pretty much a lifestyle now. Like originally it was a group of kids who were just creating on the internet, you know, putting video game, you know, clips from video games with music in the background, showing off their skills, showing off like cool trick shots and stuff. And then right. it evolved to this whole lifestyle brand. Right. So like, how did you come up with FaZe Clan? How did you come up with the name? Uh, well, I met these guys online and uh, we all played Call of Duty together and we were playing Search and Destroy so much and we came across like another YouTube channel and we liked what they were doing and we were like, well, you can do that. Like, we should do that. And then Call of Duty had this new thing called the Kill Cam. Okay. So we made content around this new thing that was new to video games, like a replay of what you just did. So we were like, wait, what if we did like a cool shot for this replay and then so everybody has to watch us do a spin and jump off a building right. and shoot someone. Oh, so that's why you do it on your stream. Yeah, so we, right? we created trick shotting basically. Right. And like Call of Duty had the kill cam. It was like perfect timing. So yeah. like we made a YouTube channel and like showcase. So pretty much think of it like this. If TikTok just came out, they just started bringing live streaming on there. If you're one of the first people live streaming, you're doing and something you're new, you're popping. Yeah. So we basically just cultivated that. And um, we came up with the name Faze because I always had Haze or Faze in my clan tag. Okay. In Call of Duty. I just thought it sounded cool. I don't know why. I just thought it looked cool. Right. And then when we were trying to come up with names, I was like, hey, what about this? Right. And then we went, we went with Faze. So pretty much I started the name too. Did you come up with like the logo and stuff? Like no, that? actually Faze Temper drew the logo in, in high school. And um, there was another designer named Firox who like turned it in from his drawing to like a real like design and graphic in uh, Photoshop. That's crazy. So. Shout out to Firox, shout out to Temper. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, I remember sending you a photo of the bear brick that I just bought, bro. Oh, yeah. That legit. thing is going for like over $1,000 now. It's crazy. Yeah, like I said, I never would have thought something that I started when I was like 14 years old in my mom's house, yeah. like spending a summer, getting no sleep, you know, just playing a video game every day and yep. putting myself out there would turn into a, a brand like this, yep. that, you know. Yeah, don't sleep. <laughs> yeah, but don't sleep, you know what I'm saying? Yes, Bro, it's crazy though, because like, it just opened my eyes to, so if you spend time doing anything, you'll get something out of it, good or bad. You right. know what I'm saying? It right. could be exactly. something that's helping you, it could be something that's taken away from you. So you exactly. just gotta be mindful, have the right intentions in life. That's really really what it showed me. Yep, yep. So this is something that you're truly passionate about. Oh yeah, I love it. I'm, I couldn't see myself doing anything else. I couldn't see myself being happy doing anything else. Like this really, feels like, you know, it's what I should be doing. What about, what about music? Um, you I, see love, I love that. that. I, I don't see myself in the way that I did originally. I okay. definitely see myself like involved in that industry and connecting dots the way that I have been here in right. the gaming industry. I think right. I, could, I, could, I could do something cool there, but you know, you never know. It's still early. I'm only 28. Exactly, man. <laughs> you got a lot of time, man. <laughs> we both got a lot of time, man. Of so um, how did you, how were you able to afford all that different setups and uh, the PC and everything in the gaming, like everything that you needed for gaming, how did you, how were you able to afford that? Uh, so really, you know, I monetized myself. Uh, it wasn't easy at first. That's why I obviously I told you I was working. And I, when I first started this journey, I had, I was still working at AT&T mm -hmm. when I got that call from FaZe Clan. When Temper was like, yo, come to New York. I was working at AT&T. Um, I came back. I was still working at AT&T. I ended up quitting that um, and went back to the call center job because it was more money, better opportunity. Right still streaming so at those times i was just you know working jobs that's how i was investing in myself right um and then i, I had a moment where i realized like i'm only going 60 percent here and 40 percent here i need to go 100 percent in something or exactly. i'm not going to get what i want 
So I, I had to take that leap. And like I said, at first it wasn't easy. There was probably like a good year and a half that I really wasn't making any money from this okay. at all. And I, I had to work with what I had already had invested in myself. So the setups that I had. And you're still living with your folks? Yeah, still living with my folks and trying to, trying to grind, you know, make it out. And um, even with the phase name behind me, you know, because really all they did for me was make that video with me in the beginning and kind of just co-sign, hey, this is the original founder. That's they right. never really had any resources for me. Mm -hmm. I wasn't really uh, promoted on their platforms like mm -hmm. that. It was just like that one thing. Um, so all, all of my journey from now pretty much has been myself. Um, and it was like, a, like I said, maybe a year and a half after I took that leap where I got pretty much good at Fortnite enough and was streaming enough where people saw my skill at FaZe Clan and then they, they said, hey, there's a tournament coming up. None of our pro players want to play. Right. Do you want to play in it? Well, and yeah, I was like, it. yeah. And I ended up winning the second game. We were like in first place of, of a six game tournament. Like, and it got my name out there. We did well. I won, I won money and stuff like that. So I was able to use that money to buy a new monitor for my right. setup because I knew I had to take it serious. Like I was like, wait, no, this is my chance. So I, got, I started to upgrade and invest in myself even more. Uh, and that was what really what boosted my notoriety right there is because I got a birthday shout out from FaZe because that oh, tournament happened on my birthday and I did well in the tournament. So That's it was good. like good, you know, good all around. And that was another thing that shot me up. But then right after that, I moved to Vegas when they had terrible internet. I couldn't stream anymore. <laughs> couldn't play Fortnite, but wow. I hopped on TikTok. There it is. And TikTok. There it is. I was about to ask you that question. Reinvented, you know, my whole my whole life again, and and then I just started doing TikTok content instead of gaming and streaming, and then COVID happened. Mm -hmm. That's when TikTok you know, was freaking huge. Yeah. So in that time, I had got a brand deal, and I was you know funding myself, monetizing my brand, my content right. through TikTok, and right. um, helping other brands. Um, you know, start off on TikTok. So I was helping other people, pretty much consulting. Mm -hmm. So that's pretty much what I do now is like, I consult, make money from consulting or from the streams. Consulting like with games and stuff yeah, like that? Yeah, consulting like, people, in the, people in the gaming industry, to, yeah. like if they need help understanding it, how they want to exist in, you know, whether it be a streamer, whether it be a bigger brand, like I can help. I've been here for a while, you know, doing this. So I've just been helping other people. I'm sharing knowledge, sharing That's experience. good, yeah. that's good, man. So like, what are different ways you could get paid as a, as a gamer? Oh, there's so many different ways. I guess some of the more obvious ways right now is like, as a streamer, if you're a gamer, you want to ask yourself some questions like, are you an entertainer? Mm -hmm. Are you a competitive player? Like, are you showcasing your skill? Are you showcasing both your entertainment and your skills? Mm -hmm. And kind of see how you want to exist in this space. Because a lot of people think they're going to wake up, hit start stream, and they're going to become like Ninja or Kai Sinat. And <laughs> right. it doesn't really work like that. Right, right. You got to have a plan. And gotta understand where you sit right now, currently. Be realistic and where you want to be, and how can you actually get there? So, like, if you want to join the NBA, are you gonna go and just show up to a basketball tryout and just think, oh, no, it doesn't work like that. Yep. You gotta show up to the gym. You gotta create this plan every day so yep. you're better than the day before, and then eventually, you're gonna be where you want to be. Exactly. So, um, with streaming, you wanna understand what platforms to use, understand who you are. Like like I said, ask yourself those questions. Am I, am I an entertainer? Am I showing skill? Um, try to build a community with the platforms that are out there like Twitch, TikTok, you know. Everything. Everything. You gotta everything. everything. You gotta <laughs> yeah. put yourself out there and you gotta kind of funnel them to each other. Mm -hmm. Understand the algorithms on these platforms. Right. That's really how it is. It's like a whole new world. It's not really in real life anymore. But there is stuff you can do in real life that allow you to grow those online personality and online brand even more like show up to the gaming events show up to the twitch con show up to all. the comic con all these things where all these people get together who share the same interest 
show up, network, have conversations, go to a booth, and just tell people about yourself. Yep. You know, connect. Yep. You know, make it organic. You know, you don't want to force anything. But just showing up changes everything. And that's yep. something I realized on my journey. Is like mm -hmm. I started showing up to gaming events. I started streaming, like putting myself out there. I'm such an introvert. I never talk this much. Anybody I went to school with, they're going to be like, who is this? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But once I feel like once you find something that aligns with you, that you're passionate about, you kind of get this light and this fire in you. Right. And, you know, you it's can't the stop. behind the scenes stuff that matters the most, right? Oh, of course. Like a lot of people are like, yo, how is this guy here right now? But they didn't see you talking and networking at, at these different events. Yeah, like these they big, didn't different see me sleeping on couches, sleeping in cars. Right, at, sleepless nights, at gaming, man. At gaming events, I didn't get a hotel. I didn't have, like I said, I did yep. all this on my own. Yep. There was times where I didn't have bread at all, mm -hmm. you know, but I was still showing up, doing yep. what I had to do. Like I said, sleeping in a car, go and like, you know, get right real quick in a bathroom mm -hmm. that's not mine you know that yep. I didn't, you know it's, it's just like e even before i came up being like a sneaker reseller or being known for like sneakers bro like i would be going to these different sneaker events too different networking events i would host fashion shows you know tell different people at these you know th these different vendors like yo this is what i do yada 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 and um people don't see that man like yeah. they just see all the glory right now they don't see the story right no exactly exactly <laughs> yeah. i like that and then but that's what you know what i love about being able to be in this position, being able to, to have a story to share because you never know whose life it could change, exactly. you know? And this is the, the beginning of this gaming industry that I'm a part of. Yep. We're kind of setting the tone for all this. Yeah. So even if we make mistakes or whatever, we're gonna learn from it and be better. Right. You know, it's not, not even for us, but for everybody else. And it's pretty cool though, because like for me, I'm not really a, a huge gaming guy, right? I, I've never really, I, I played a lot of games as a kid but growing up, like I was more into business, right? Mm -hmm. So, um, but whenever I hear like Face Clan, uh, I already know what that is, right? Now I can't even give you probably like three gaming organizations that I even know on the top of my head. But when I hear Face Clan, I'm like, I already know what that is. Yeah. You know what I mean? If if I tell any of my my cousins right now, my cousins are huge gamers. Um, I'm like, yo, you know Face Clan? Like, of course I know Face Clan. You know what I mean? And they told me all these other names, like, you know this, you know this organization, this one. I'm like, no, like, you don't even know what I mean. <laughs> yeah. So, um, because you know, it's actually cool that you brought that up, like focusing on like the platform that you want to post on or stream on or whatever it is. Um, because one of my friends and I, Matt, he's actually from Florida too. Him and I were like during COVID at the time, we were like, yo, we should try to expand. Like, we should see. Um, how we can get into the gaming industry. So what we did was we started a TikTok channel called App Gamers. So we were just like literally streaming and like recording, like screen recording ourselves playing app games <laughs> like Call of Duty, um, like, like NBA 2K. Games? Yeah, mobile games, oh, yeah, bro. Yeah. So um, unfortunately, it didn't do too well. You know what I mean? It was, it was funny because we were, we were like talking while we were playing the games, like acting like as if we were you or something like that. Um, but you know, it was, it was, it was fun. But like at, at, at the end of the day, like, like you said, if, if you don't really genuinely love it and you're just doing it just because, you know, um, because again, yeah, we, we were just doing it just because we were like, the gaming industry is huge. So we should just try it out. Yeah. <laughs> and then we're like, nah, we're just gonna focus on our own stuff, man. So yeah. that's how I got into the, the sneakers and the resale and talking more about that instead of just gaming. Yeah. So, <laughs> no, I think I think everybody they, they can find some sort of way that they can love about gaming. Like, right. but I think when you approach it like that, it's the same. Like, like even my girl, <laughs> she she when we first moved here, she approached it like that, it didn't really? work. 
But then randomly, recently in October, she asked me to, to teach her how to play Fortnite Zero Build, and I did. And then mm -hmm. I was like, wait, we should stream this. Right. And now she has like almost 20K on TikTok because, because randomly I was like, no, hold on, we should make this for real. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And like, and I, like I said, kind of, I don't want to be like, oh, I know what I'm doing, but I like, I created, I was like, no. This you kind of know what do. you are doing. Yeah, though, I was like, bro, no, you this did it for yourself. <laughs> I'm gonna make this video. You're gonna, I mean, we're gonna get people to come to the stream like this, blah blah blah, and it worked. And then, right. and then, then like I'd done that for other people, but to see it like kind of in house for like someone that I like love and stuff like that, I'm, I was like, yo, I, I could do this for other people for real, like mm -hmm. you know, and like this is a real thing, cause like like I said, it's so early, I didn't realize you know how much knowledge I do have right. of all this, of all these platforms right. and stuff. And I'm like, dang it. I got a little formula. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, because there's a lot of a lot of my family members too. They're like, "Yo, like I want to be a gamer." I'm like, "Are you streaming? Are you posting on TikTok? Are you posting on Instagram? Like the different clips, right?" right? Um, I feel like that's what really starts you off. Yeah, that's exactly it. You post the highlights. You really just got to start playing the game and also consume gaming content, so right. you know, like, okay, this is what I watch. This is what I can do like that. It doesn't have to be a direct copy, right. but you make it your own, you know, that's just how it is. Cause like, you know, I wanted to ask you too, cause a lot of my family members too, they, like I said, they want to be gamers, but they're not able to really focus on that gaming thing full time because they got some bills to pay and they just, they got to focus on their nine to five, it's right? To fund, to fund the bills. It, it is life, right? Mm -hmm. But how can they take that leap? Like, yo, like I can actually make money out of, out of games. Like, they said, oh, they always make the excuse like, oh, I don't have the personality. Um, I don't talk as much when I'm, when I'm playing games. Like, like you, you, you said yourself, you're an introvert, right? So, Super shy, I got anxiety. <laughs> right. How, how did you kind of like get out of that shell and like, like, yo, like I can actually do this. And then you, you built it, you built a platform for yourself, bro. So that's really um, cool. So like, just give some people some advice of, you know, how they could get out yeah. of that shell and just really do it full time like you. I think really the main thing was just starting. Like I know that's the, the hardest part is starting, yeah. yep. but just pretty much failing, like putting out that first video and then you fall in love with the process. Like you, you'll fall in love with like creating the video, editing it, like that's what it's about. You yep. know, like yep. the numbers and stuff is cool, but I think like the routine is even better. Exactly. Like, you know, that's what keeps you going. So just post that, post something, you know, if you're someone who just wants to play the game silently, just you know, beat the level, record it, you know, or whatever, get that cool highlight mm -hmm. and just post it. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And then you'll figure it out, you know, and, and like, are you posting the short form clips or are you talking about like long form? Short clips form or? right now is what the I focus form. on. Okay. Um, I feel like a lot of people are consuming the, the short form exactly. content. Exactly. So that I would focus on that, you know, for, for most of it. But also once you find yourself really like finding that stride and that flow of, of finding something that you want to do, then you could go for the long form. Gotcha. Because if you go for too much of long form and you don't really understand what you're doing, you're exactly. just going to have a bunch of like bloopers probably, you know, like a dead space in yep. the video. You yep. want it to be good. So I feel like short form allows you to cut out those stuff that you don't need and focus on the highlights of, exactly. of the content. Exactly. So like what's the longest you've ever streamed, bro? Uh, I think I like 19 hours, 20 hours. 19 yeah. hours. Like nonstop or non like, yeah. wow. maybe I like get up for like 10, 10 minutes or something, five minutes, Bro, like step away, that's like eat crazy. real quick or like eat on stream, you know what I'm saying? Right. But like 18 hours straight, 19 hours, yeah. Like is it just 20. Fortnite? Uh, yeah, when that, those streams are just Fortnite. That's yeah. really has been the only game that has kept me actually like into it. I don't know what it is about it. It could be the colors. It could be just like, like how 
some of the stuff gives you like, like satisfaction. Right. Like I don't know what they did with that game, but it's super addicting, bro. Yeah. Like and I feel like if it wasn't a Fortnite, I wouldn't even play video games really wow. right now. Is that the only That's like, the only game, only game you play? Wow. I was playing Valorant for a little bit, but then when my girl asked me to teach her how to play Fortnite, I started playing Fortnite again, and then I started competing and. And how many and years was money. this? Started playing Fortnite when it first came out. So that was like 2017. Okay. End of 2017, like about six years. September, October ish, and then yeah. So Damn. Now, so what's the I most? I tried to play Call of Duty, but I didn't like it like I like Fortnite. <laughs> right. What's the most you've ever paid for a skin? Oh, like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So did you get the Travis Scott one? Yeah, I got the Travis Scott. One. <laughs> I got a lot of rare skins. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, that's crazy, man. So, um, you know. I, I gotta ask you, bro. Like, I don't wanna, I don't wanna pocket watch, but like, what's the most you've ever gotten paid from as like a gamer? Gaming? Like, in just in a month. Ah, man, that's tough. Definitely, one. I don't know if this counts, but it was for being like a gaming advisor, right? Technically, so that's gaming industry, like consulting, really, is what right, it's for. Right. So, a consulting fee, what for three months? Consulting fee. <laughs> <laughs> it was like <laughs> I like it was to like chuckle. <laughs> in the range from like thirty to fifty k. Okay, for like in one month or for three for three, three months. months consulting okay, fee. Yeah. nice. That, was pretty, that right there was like the biggest one of the biggest checks I got in my life for real. Three, thirty to fifty. Yeah, it was like damn. 30 to 50. I don't want to be too specific, but I was like, right. damn, right. I was like, wow. What's your uh, best experience as a gamer? It could be like with your supporters or just like anything that you've ever experienced that you were like, damn, like. I made it. Um, best experience as a gamer, I, in my opinion, it has to be like when you're walking around and somebody just recognizes you and like you see, like I said, like you can, you know when you connect with someone, like they look at you and they have like this like passion in their eyes, right. like it's just different. Right. And um, like when someone will come and they'll be like, "Yo, like whatever," you know, they want to talk and chat. Because I remember right. like when I was younger, and even now, sometimes it feels like some things are like impossible or unreachable. Like they don't seem real. Like you just yep. see them online or TV, but you live your yep. own life in your own world, right? Yep. So when you see something like that, it kind of can bridge that gap. And you're like, wait a second, I can do this. Or wow, that like, that's real, you know? Yeah. So when I do have a chance to talk with people and connect with them, that's the best I, you feeling know, in bro. real life. I think it's awesome. It is the best feeling. They want to take a, a photo yeah, and all like that I'll stuff. Yeah, take a picture or whatever, like whatever it is. Like, like I said, when you see that light in their eyes, especially the kids, because they're the future, like, so cool, right? To me, that's the best thing about it. Yeah. Like, I don't even really care about meeting celebrities or anything like that. I feel like we're all the same. And then, yeah. like I said, seeing, insp like, the inspiration, really. Like, seeing that inspiration in people is like, okay, this is what it's about. Exactly. You know? Exactly. So, what, you know, the follow-up question would be, what's your worst experience as a gamer? <laughs> worst experience as a gamer? I would say since the industry is so early, uh, there's, like, no rules. So, you're kind of figuring it out yourself. So, I always think that's kind of, like, the worst part. Like, so you'll see a lot of examples of people getting taken advantage of or like they don't know, you know, they're signing bad contracts and stuff like that. Right. So I think that's the worst part. Like, like people don't understand your value, right. you know, in this industry. And I think right now, like gamers and content creators, they hold a lot of value. You know, they hold a lot of influence. And um, I think they're better than a billboard. You know, it's better than buying a billboard in a random city, you know, in one of the most popular cities. Like some of these people can change your business. Like, as you mm -hmm. saw... The guy Keith Lee, he's not a gamer, mm -hmm. but he's out here in Las Vegas making restaurants, food like, yeah, doing food reviews and changing <laughs> yeah. restaurants, whole business models and like yeah. changing their lives. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So little things like that. I think the inter internet's a beautiful place, a beautiful place to be if you're not on the internet. You know, you need to get there. Yeah, now. <laughs> exactly, exactly. So, 
Man, that, that's crazy. So how can one be a part of FaZe Clan? Is Phase um, Phase D Sangle or Phase Dylan gonna be a thing? Soon? It could definitely be a thing yeah. for sure. I think that's a definitely up to you as a person. Like you know, you put yourself out there, cultivate that community. Like I said, so right. it's almost like what we talked about earlier. Like if you want to be a gamer, it's almost the same thing. Like okay, you want to be in Phase, like so take it to that next level, mm-hmm. get that community, get those plat, you know, grind on those platforms, put yourself out there. You don't make, you don't have to have a million bajillion followers. Yeah. But as long as you're out there, you're passionate, you're grinding. and you're grinding, there can be synergy. For exactly. anyone, there's so there's you know it doesn't even have to exist in your mind like oh, I'm gonna be the pro face player you know I'm gonna be the best video gamer on face clan it doesn't have to exist like that you can still be aligned with the brand yeah you know as long as you're doing your thing and I think that's what a lot of people forget sometimes even without just face but in life like they'll kind of talk themselves out of an opportunity because they think that you know they overthink it you mm-hmm. know and I think like there's so many ways to exist out here like I said on the internet that just take your time. You'll find your way, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, we'll, and there's enough for all of us to eat. So do you have to be invited or do you just... Oh, I think uh, definitely, yeah. You know, yeah. somebody will reach out to you. My guys will talk to your guys. Okay. You know, you'll get, you'll get that DM. You'll okay, get that okay. message. They'll be like, wait a minute. <laughs> it's official. Because wasn't there like a phase like Snoop Dogg at one point or something oh, yeah, like yeah. that? There's so many different people, you know, who are in the phase organization from mm-hmm. gamers to athletes to... Do they uh, have to be gamers or like... Um, obviously, you know, like you wanted to align with gaming because that's our roots. But right. um, like I said, I don't think that that's nece- necessarily a, the game, you know, the the thing right. that's going to seal the deal. I got you. Okay. So how does Face Clan, how do you guys set apart from all the other gaming industries? <laughs> I mean, or like you said it earlier, like um, I think we do a really good job of, of um reaching a lot of different demographics you know putting setting ourselves apart from these other gaming organizations we're not just an esports team we're not right. just a content um you know creating we're not just content creators we're not just a youtube channel um we're not just a twitter page we're not just like i said we're not just showing up to gaming events trying to you know trying to be the best we we are the best we mm-hmm. do win championships we have the best players in esports we have some of the biggest content creators you know the biggest reach um, and we, we try to align ourselves with some of the biggest brands for that reason, just mm-hmm. because we start, we're one of the OGs, we're one of the original gaming organizations yep. to show up and, and win tournaments and have a, a logo that exists almost like the Batman logo. Mm-hmm. Like, you know, like you don't know, it doesn't even have to have the words, but you kind of know it when you see it, mm-hmm. you know, you see the colors, you know it when you see it. Um, I think it's been, what really set us apart though has been being an OG in the space. Right. Being, you know, there from the beginning, we set ourselves apart with the YouTube channel from the beginning. So we we kind of existed the test of time. So, you know, the people who are older now who grew up with us from the beginning, they're having kids, you know, or, you know, their younger siblings and stuff like that know of us through them and exactly. things like that. So I, I don't think um, any other org has really crushed the content like we did. Right. Like we kind of took over the Internet early. Right. Right. So there's just a bunch of like paper trial. Yeah. Like we like for sure. Face like clan. when you, we were there early YouTube. So we were there early Twitter. We were there early Twitch. Mm-hmm. You know, we kind of were there for all these new when technology and the Internet evolved. We evolved with it. Right. You know, and I think like all those other orgs didn't really evolve with the Internet. They kind of were just showing up to gaming events and competing, mm-hmm. you know, and like, that's the difference. Got you. OK. What's what's the craziest face clan piece? you guys have ever made or something that you own personally it could be like a hat or like 
I really do Murakami, love Amirakami. Amirakami yeah. uh, <laughs> collab. Show real quick. This is cool. Oh bro. yeah, Amirakami collab. This is one of my favorite pieces. I have the black uh, kit right here. I I really like the red kit. The red kit with the red flowers. That is crazy. The red one is really nice. I wish I got the red one. Right. But you know, I had to save it for everyone else. I couldn't get everything right. But <laughs> the Amirakami collabs have been sick. The mouse pads and that everything. That is crazy. Yeah, man. the mouse pads that we did with them are super sick. I have the blue mouse pad, uh, black mouse pad. Um, to me, it has to be Mirakami. Mirakami is a legend. We've done a lot of sick collabs like Porsche, Doritos. I know. Um, you guys we have collaborated done some crazy with Nike, stuff. like things like these are all things as a kid, like you dream of. Like right. I said, I thought were impossible. So to see myself aligned with all this stuff now is just, it's mind blowing. And right. it really just excites me. Like I said, I'm 28 years old. I don't know what else is next, but I'm just excited for it. Yep, <laughs> yep. How much is this going for right now? True. This Murakami piece. I don't know the actual exact resale. I think uh, retails, like we sold it for retail for like 100 bucks. I think. That's I don't crazy. remember. But um, I, I don't think it's going for anything too crazy on resale. Um, but it probably, you know, it's Murakami. But, but it's still crazy to think that, like, a lot of the FaZe Clan pieces go for crazy amounts of money like on StockX or like Go or like, like you said, like there's the resale value. It, a lot of this stuff will actually be memorabilia pieces or, or already memorabilia pieces. Oh yeah, I think, like I said, we're early. So um, hopefully in the next decade, another decade, you know, we'll stand another test of time right. and we could evolve even more and take it to the next level. So I'm yep. excited to see where all this stuff is there. That would be crazy, man. And I'm excited for it, too. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I'm excited <laughs> for it, too. So um, got to ask, bro, who is your favorite FaZe Clan member and why? Oh, got to be FaZe Replays. Okay. FaZe Replays, he's one of the best Fortnite players, one of the most popular Fortnite streamers. And he's just so entertaining to watch. Like, I feel like out of everybody who streams, he actually is entertaining. Yeah. Not 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 saying anybody in face, but like right. in general, like the streamers, like right. he's he's a real entertaining streamer, family friendly, so anybody could watch. Okay. Uh, so so what, what does he do? Like, what does he do that sets him apart? Um, he's like I said, he's one of the best. So his gameplay is just crazy. So the okay. stuff that he's doing is different. You know, not not the average player can do it. And um, his 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 just his attitude is super positive, mm -hmm. and he's upbeat. He has the energy. And uh, like I said, it's family friendly too, so it's it's actually comfortable to watch sometimes. Right, he's not know? always cursing and yeah, stuff like that. <laughs> yeah. and, you know, I curse sometimes too, but like I, like I said, it's, he's actually enjoyable to watch. Right, I like that, man. So, um, how do you handle the pressure and expectations that come with being a Face Clan founder? Oh man, that's a funny question. So I think I actually am in a really great spot being a founder of Face because um, I don't really have like. A, a, a title other than being one of the original creators. Mm -hmm. So you don't really expect much from someone who's a founder other than those other guys who wanted to be the founders of the business. So that's why like, you know, they have different responsibilities and priorities than I was like the original, original founder. And like I said, right. my journey was a little bit different. Um, so I don't tell people what to do. You know, I mm -hmm. don't have to worry about firing anyone. I don't have to yeah. worry about anybody reporting to yeah. me, yeah. but I do get to enjoy being a part of the team. Um, you know, being able to share my knowledge and experience of being the founder and being involved in the esports scene for as long as I have been and, you know, connecting with the people. And that's really what I, I, I love to do. Like, I feel like there's no pressure yeah. other than maybe what the false expectations of someone where they'll be like, wait, why aren't you handling this, this, this drama, this, yep. this, and that? Like, you yep. know, and then I'm like, wait a second, that has nothing to do with me. Right. You know what I'm saying? So I feel like you would expect that to do with me because I am a founder. Mm -hmm. But I think there's a lot of um, history missing that 
it's not my job to talk about. I've already talked about it. And mm -hmm. if other people don't want to talk about the actual truth of everything, mm -hmm. and now you see other people saying their stories, sharing their stories, I can't speak for anybody but myself. Right. So I thought that I, it was just me experiencing certain things in phase. Um, but I, it seemed like it was happening everyone. to everyone. Yep. So um, the majority of them. Right. So yep. you know, it is what it is. But I don't think there's any pressure. I like. I, I, I love being a part of the Phase family. I love that I can say that I'm one of the original founders of Phase, and mm -hmm. um, I'll take anything that comes with it, good or bad. Yep. So you don't really have that big of a responsibility other than just really working on just yourself. Just making sure that I yeah work on myself. But uh, you know, I take this serious. This is like my baby, Phase yeah. Clan. So like, I make sure that I rep it the right way. You know. Of course. And um, that's really like the responsibility that I take. That's the pressure that I take is making sure, okay, what I'm doing, how does it reflect on my baby? Mm -hmm. You know, how, you know, because like it's not, it's not just me who I represent. It is, it is face. Yep. You know, they exactly. look at me like the so face. Anything founder. that you do it represents face. Exactly. Face. Exactly. Yep, yep. So is your girl part of Phase too? Uh, she's not. No, no, no. Yeah. No. So she wasn't really a content creator or anything up until this last October recently. So it hasn't even been a full year yet. It's about to be in okay. about a month. Um, so yeah, her journey just started in the gaming industry. I'm excited to help her out. Are there any girl phase members? Uh, yeah, yeah, definitely. There's, There's definitely a few some girl phase members. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, a lot of people, whether they be staff, whether they be content creators, we have a few. Okay. And um, you know, what are the future goals and aspirations of uh, Phase Clan, bro? Uh, for Phase, obviously, just continue to evolve. Um, you know, we're we're working on ways to take over. Um, I'm excited to see. I can't really speak about too much stuff, but. Um, you know, there's some big things coming. Uh, we're definitely, like I said, still early in our stage. We're, wow, 13, 14 years now yep. of, of, of its creation. So um, I remember when I was 13 years old. I remember when I was 14 years old. That's yeah. when I started FaZe. And I had, before I started FaZe, when I was that young, I thought I had my life figured out. I was just mm -hmm. sitting there gaming. I didn't even know what I was doing, but yeah. it ended up being FaZe. Yep. You know, so that's where I see us at right now. It's like, okay, we're here. But this next leg up is going to be something totally different. It's going to be the next gen of, mm -hmm. of what, where we come. And that's I think that's kind of like where we're at at the timeline, too. Yeah, that's crazy, man. And what, what are some future goals and aspirations for yourself? Uh, for myself, um, I just want to continue being better than I was the day before. Um, you know, I want to work on my health. I want to work on um, just being more determined, more motivated. Um, creating a better routine and schedule every day so I can be better. Mm -hmm. um, so that's really the main thing. So like I said, maybe buy a house in the next five years. Like have be, have a house, maybe a kid. There you go. You know? <laughs> Where you like really family. just focus on my, my own things, you know. I want to start a family. Obviously not not soon, soon, but I'm older. Got to so, keep grinding, Yeah, bro. I just got to keep, keep grinding. grinding <laughs> keep putting myself out there. Hopefully I can create another big big impact in the world as a positive as face clan has been over these years so right that's really my next step i'm working to connect with anybody who aligns with my vision right i like that bro i like that do you have any like crazy stories of face clan man like um crazy stories i mean good or bad it's <laughs> like any crazy stories that you have with, i with mean face clan. or on stream anything on that stream, happened on stream i don't really think i have anything crazy happen to me on stream but like face clan stories like the typical, like, you know, I, I, I'm a small town dude from Central Florida. Mm -hmm. I went to L.A. to the phase houses and stuff like that, and I'm seeing mansions and, you know, cars and people I've never thought I'd see in my <laughs> life, you know what I'm saying? Yep. I ran into Busta Rhymes, like, celebrities yeah. and stuff, right? Like, producers, all these people, you know, that I never thought that I would run into. Mm -hmm. And 
I did because of this thing that I did when I was 14. Right. And um, I think that's really the craziest stories. Like, it's like, you know, meeting the celebrities and then they're just normal people, you know. Nothing too crazy. I don't want to expose nobody. Right. <laughs> <laughs> What's, like, the craziest thing you've bought, oh. um, you know, after, <laughs> after, like, being, like, a big gamer and, you know. The craziest thing that I bought, back. I think it's the coolest thing that I bought, has to be um, this uh, Nike NFT called the Clone X. Okay. Um, it cost me about $15,000. Damn. It's... it's um, it's an NFT. Um, this is actually the brand right here. So Artifact. If you guys see this blade on a Nike shoe or anything, it's Nike. So if you look at my tag in here, it's okay. Nike. Right, right, right. Um, and so Nike had bought out this company. It's a digital, like, digital brand company. And basically, it was a $15,000 avatar that allowed me to have access to Nike's ecosystem. Anything they do with blockchain, I'll pretty much have access to it Damn. because I own the original Nike, like pretty much first Nike NFT. Mm -hmm. So um, that's, I would say that's the craziest thing I bought. 15 grand for a picture essentially, or a, a pass. How much is that worth now? <laughs> Priceless to me. Priceless? Uh, no, but then right now I would say like three grand. If, you were to, if anyone wanted to go buy anyone, not mine specifically, right. I have one that no one else can own. Mm -hmm. um, so there's only I think like 10,000 or 20,000 that anyone can own mm -hmm. um, and they're all unique um, and I own one and um, so mine was like 13 at the time 13 grand or I think it was like 10 ETH or 11 ETH something right. like that Ethereum so I bought it with crypto right that was probably the craziest thing that I bought so basically you bought it for the benefits you didn't yeah buy I bought it, it because I, I know that out of everything that's building out of every brand that's building on blockchain I didn't really want to invest in a startup company. Mm -hmm. I wanted to invest in something that I know pretty much wouldn't fail. Nike right. wouldn't fail. They're going to do it the right. right way. They're going to do everything by the law. They're not going to, you know, make you, you're not going to run off with your money. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? You at least get something out of it. Yep. So I wanted to make sure I was tapped in with the right people. Mm -hmm. And I love, and I love everything they're doing. I actually know the original founders of Artifact before they were Artifact, like before they were bought out by Nike. Um, I met them in 2019, right before COVID at a random face party. And they're super cool people. Super That's cool crazy. people. They were building some super cool tech. They're like really talented in VR, AR technology, all that stuff. Like they're really talented. And that's why I love this community because like they're all creators. Mm -hmm. and, and if you need something, they'll help you out. If you want to learn something, they'll help you out. They'll connect you. Like it's a really, really good community to be in. Right, right. What's like the craziest brand you've, you've worked with like for yourself, not just FaZe, but like just for yourself? Um... Yeah, remember I told you earlier, I used to work at AT&T tech support and I work at retail. Mm -hmm. I think um, it was funny that I actually did an ad for them as a gamer, as a streamer. Oh, dang. I advertised their 5G, or I advertised their fiber internet. That's crazy. They, they reached out to me via Cameo, the app, yeah. and um, they, they paid me to do an ad for them. It was actually wow. pretty good money, too, and I was surprised. I was like, wow. Like... Um, I never would have thought. Like I literally used to work at your at your your your, <laughs> at your branch, establishment, yep, yeah, yep. for retail. Like what? Wow. <laughs> so then, and then it was like on, on a bunch of Snapchat ads. So people would reach out to me like yep. from back home and stuff. Yo, I just saw you on my Snapchat for the <laughs> ad. Like people were screenshotting it, sending it to me. So I thought that was that's so cool. cool. That's really that cool, cool, man. So for anyone that's that wants to be a gamer, man, like give them some advice. Um, you know, not anything like ordinary, like uh, execution, consistency. That's what I always say, right? So speak from the heart, man. Let the, let the people know, man. Anybody who wants to be a gamer, I think one of the biggest things that you can take away from me and my journey is that it's going to be hard. People aren't going to believe you. It's not going to make sense. There's going to be times where you don't 
believe it yourself, but you have to have faith, you have to have hope, and understand that it's a journey, and understand that if you don't show up, you can't expect any results, you know? So you get what you put in, have the right intentions, put your best foot forward every day, and that's really all you can do. Mm -hmm. You know, that's all you can do. And if, like I said, if you fail, figure out why you failed and be better. Be yep. real with yourself. I Take accountability. That. That's a really that, main man. thing is if you have a good, you know, if you can take accountability, you should be good. Right. Because I feel like a lot of people, like what you said, like, you got to show up or else you're not going to get the results. A lot of people are like, okay, I'm going to try it out for a week or two, a month or three months. And they're like, oh, this is not working out. No, I'm just exactly. Quit. That's you know like a, I mean? a pretty similar story to everyone. And even myself, there's other things that I'll try and I'll just lose focus, you know, I'll just go find something else, mm -hmm. you know, that takes, takes up my time. And um, I think it just comes, you got to be introspective, think to yourself, okay, like, is this helping? Does this serve me or not? Yep. You know, and you got to just apply that to everything, not even just your gaming journey, you know, yep. to other things so you can end up in the right spot mm -hmm. for the gaming journey, mm -hmm. you know. When did you move out of your folks' house? Um, I age? moved out of my folks' house, like 20 something. Like 24, 24, I remember. It was like right before COVID. Like I okay. fully moved out. Like I said, I would travel every now and then, like spend months in places that I probably shouldn't have been sleeping on couches, <laughs> you know, sleeping, sleeping in a car or whatever, yep. just to get to where I needed to be to do what I had to do to get here, mm -hmm. to be, you know, to be who I am today. Right. Um, but I didn't get the chance to move out of my parents' house until 2019. I moved to a content house and then COVID happened. The content house. That's yeah. crazy. I, you know, I... I always think about, you know, the different content houses in L.A. or New York or wherever it is, man. And like, how is that? Like, <laughs> what's the like? Because I've been thinking about it. I'm like, what if we just put a bunch of like sneaker influencers in one house and just grind out the content? Like, how, how is that? What is it? I think if like? you have the right people, it could be something great. Mm -hmm. I think there's a lot of good examples of it. The one that I moved into, um, we none of us really knew each other, and it was all just us trying to make something out of nothing. Right. Um, and really only two of us or three of us out of maybe eight to ten people who were in that house, actually, two or three out of ten actually had a platform. And we're starting fresh, basically. So it was like one, two of us, and then one guy wanted to hire, like, he had staff and friends who came in and they all wanted to join in on the fun and it just wasn't working. Damn. Yeah, so like, like I said, I think with the right people, it could be something that is special. And, um, you just gotta align yourself with the people who have the same vision as you. That's crazy, man. So, cause, my, like, what was the, what was it like though? Like, you know what I mean? Like, <laughs> like what, having a bunch of roommates, you know? Cause you so, said you didn't, you didn't even know some of these people. Yeah, so definitely there's times where you're uncomfortable. Like, I know there was times where I didn't want to leave my room. Right, uh, so were you so, paying rent? Were you uh, at right that time, no, but I wasn't basically going to have to, but I ended up moving out before I had to pay rent oh, because I like see. I said, I was like, this is not going to work. Like, there's no way we're going to actually be able to monetize what's happening here. Yeah. And I just, I was like, I'm not going to do it. Yeah. <laughs> so. Yeah. Damn, that is crazy. Because you have to essentially, like, once you build the platform, then you have to start, you know, paying the rent and like paying the different fees and giving them, giving them a, a cut of like. Yeah, exactly. Your, your yeah. There's the percentages that happen. It's a real business pretty much that ends up being created. Uh, when you have a content house, um, right. there's shares involved, you know, contracts like that. and all yeah, that stuff. Yeah, it gets, it gets messy. That's why I said, if you're not with the right people, it's not even worth the time and energy to, to do something like that. Right, right. But it's possible. Like, I think, to me, I think it's it's better when it's more organic. Like, 
the way that the health phase started. Like all these dudes were friends online already. They yeah. already played video games pretty much every day together. So that is like the group you want to have, like yeah, the content house Yeah, with, you have the content house with people, people that you, that, yeah, don't do it with people that you think, oh, just because they got followers or something or they know how to do something, like they'll be a good fit. No, like, exactly. Put people on that you actually mess with. Go you out know? with your brothers, bro. Exactly. That's exactly. it. Exactly. <laughs> if you had, that's one thing I do wish that I did was come up and really do content with the people that I grew up with, like yep. that are my homies to this day. And that you know, because yeah. like you, you might not, you might not like like the lifestyle that they live. They might be like messing. You might be like really exactly. OCD. That's what I'm saying. Like <laughs> that's what it was like in living in a content house. It's like all these different personalities and all these different people in one house. It's gonna get messy, bro. It is, yeah. It's gonna get messy. Yep, and the, like the drama and all that yeah, stuff. There might be some it. drama, right? It ain't worth it, yeah. <laughs> right? That was that was probably the most crazy and worst experiences is in a content house. Right, okay. That's where it happens. <laughs> What's the craziest thing that has ever happened? Oh my God. Uh, one day I came home and there was like three other people living there and there was already people living on couches there. Mm -hmm. So there was th added like three extra people a bed was brought down into a living room. Damn. And there was like <laughs> girlfriends and stuff, like just people I've never seen before. Yep. And, and then the entourages and stuff. Mm. Like, and I was like, nah, that's when I knew like, yeah, I'm out of here. Yep. Within a month I was done. Yep. <laughs> yep. That's crazy, man. So you have anything else to say, bro, for the podcast listeners um, and watchers? Anything else to say? I just want to say, like I said, stay focused, stay hungry. Um, you know, it's a it's a crazy world we're living in at the moment. So yes, sir. if you could just take the time to ask yourself some important questions, align yourself with what's right, you know, it'll get you to that next step. Cause it's gonna be tough. Like I said, it's it's crazy going on out there right now. So there's gonna be a lot of things that try to pull you away from your from your path. But stay focused, stay on that grind, and you'll get there. Yes, sir. I love that man. Hey brother. I really appreciate, appreciate you, you so much, man. Let's keep in touch when you're in Florida. Sure. And uh, let me know when you're out here again. Of course. All right, always, so. man. It's a pleasure. <laughs> yeah. Hey, don't sleep, though. Hey, man. Don't sleep. We got the heat. <laughs> yes, make sure you guys go listen to the Don't Sleep Podcast by your boy. And make sure you guys go follow the IG at the Don't Sleep Podcast, man. You guys can listen or watch on all platforms. Stay tuned for our next one, man. And always remember, don't sleep. We got the heat. Yes, yes sir. Baby. Appreciate it. <laughs> yes, sir.